Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? Do you want to feel like you're in the room with your sister, sibling, or your best friend? We offer laughs, hacks, and hashtags as we talk about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. All through a sisterly lens. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Sister Hack. Here are your hosts, Hannah and Rachel. Welcome, hackheads. Welcome back, head. <laughs> this yeah. is who are we? <laughs> who are we? We're your sister hack. We are sisters Hannah and Rachel. Hannah is my senior. <laughs> Rachel is my junior. Kid and sister. She's my kid sister. And she's been on maternity leave. Sister Hack. Sister Hack has been on a maternity leave summer break. We always kind of break in the summer. I'm still on maternity leave. I'm actually feeding a bottle to my LO little one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. I just no. laugh. I just laugh when people write L. There's a lot of acronyms for parenthood online. And and I when I'm on these like mom groups, I'm like, what? I can't even read them. It's like all acronyms. Anyways, LO means little one. And so I say it to Hannah because she doesn't like that baby acronyms. I don't like baby. Ac- I don't like acronyms in, in general, DH, dear husband. Like, <laughs> is that what that is? I never knew. Well, so anyway, my LO is, no, Elliot is drinking a bottle um, in my lap. So if you hear smacking, it isn't me. It is a big role reversal to have you have to be the one who has to deal with like a little bit of kid noise in the background. I know. I'm here at my quiet office and it's just kind of, you know, it's nice. Um, but speaking of what, you know, maternity leave, what, what have the highs been? What have the lows been? Give us the DL. Yeah. So I'm yeah. So as we record this, I'm nearing the end and I had Elliot on July 10th, his very due date. He's just a punctual little peach like his father. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I think Kyle's punctual, whatever. I'm like a two minute late kind of girl. So anyway, he was born July 10th and, um, the, I, I remember saying that the first week was harder than labor. And then Lately, I had a thought then that weeks two through five were harder than the first week. So, but then we turned to total corner around six weeks and he's now 10 weeks. Anyway, it's been a lot more fun the last couple of weeks. I've learned how to like set him down, (laughs) change him in public. Um, He likes his car seat. Those kind of things help a lot, but early on, I don't know. I just felt so like this was the low. I just felt so like I couldn't move or go anywhere. And plus I, he wasn't very predictable. So I didn't know when he was going to want to eat or how long he was going to sleep or those kind of things. So it was really hard, but the highs, I'd say lately he's been very generous with his smiles, which is Mm -hmm. very fun and he very, um, chatty he just passed gas like that was not me either if you heard that (laughs) um chatty and just like it's fun to see him reach all the different milestones be aware of who we are like me and Kyle that and when Kyle gets home from work he's so excited and 
when I pick him up after a nap, he's so excited and those kind of things. So, um, and I would think like anticipating the summer, my, I was very excited to just be in one place and not go anywhere and have reason to not go anywhere. But that has been kind of hard <laughs> to not go anywhere. Like I didn't get to swim this summer, which is okay. But um, yeah, what are some other highs? What are other things I enjoy? It's kind of nice just the mental like, okay, when I go to bed, um, instead of being like, what do I have to do tomorrow? It's more like, what should I do tomorrow to, you know, give structure to the day or those kind of things. I don't really have to do anything besides doctor appointments and keeping the household running. So, which is a lot. That's true. When you have to, a, to when you have a new member of the family. Yeah, that's true. So those are kind of highs and lows. Did you have another part of it? Well, no, I, I think that we should revisit July since we were on maternity leave. Um, and, <laughs> and oh, our podcast, I thought you meant you. Yeah. Well, I kind of like to think of us as a collective we, which is, which I'm actually going to get into because as we revisit July, I need to paint the picture. And that is the fact that I was in Michigan for over three weeks, which was so fun. And Rachel um, had Elliot in the middle of that. And so one way that I think that we should kind of structure this conversation is thinking back, the good, the bad, the surprising of July. Okay. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start us out. I've been thinking about it a little bit. All right. So the good, in those three weeks, I went Airbnb before Elliot was born live-in guest at Rachel's home the week after Elliot was born, back to Airbnb for week two. Um, live-in guest week was really good because it was my, our parents, me, my youngest daughter, Nellie, Zach had the other three kids at camp, obviously Rachel, Kyle, and Elliot. So we became like our own little like family unit. And something that I really enjoyed about that was mom and I, we kind of went into servant mode and Rachel would give us like lists of chores to do each day. And it felt nice to be able to do something to help her because if you've been around somebody who has like a brand new baby, it's just a lot of work on them. And so it felt good, like kind of being the hands and feet, all, all hands and feet on deck. The hands and feet. The hands and feet of-, also, of I didn't do that them. too much, but I did do it a couple of times. I was like, here's how you can help me today. Water garden. Um, put break down items in fridge. Like if there's too too little leftovers in a big container, put it in a smaller container. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I will say you always gave me like the good jobs, and you gave yes. mom like the really hard jobs. And because mom's, mom's like, very thorough, and you like, are oh. too. But you were on your own. You were on your own vacation of sorts. Let's not get into this surface cleaning episode. <laughs> Okay, so mine would be like give Elliot a bath and like just really fun tasks, way that I could help out. I would sit with Rachel while she worked on feeding Elliot, which was his whole own journey. And I, I just really thought that that was good. Um, the bad, I would say, you know what, this is a qualified bad, but I drove from Austin, Texas to Detroit, Michigan. I heard that. <laughs> that was a spit up. <laughs> carry on 
<laughs> okay, you, you deal with that. I drove from Austin, Texas to Detroit, Michigan um, with my four children and no other adults. And you took, a lot of pro- you took a lot of pride in that. I take so much pride and that's why I have to share it here on the podcast, but I'm saying it as bad, more like it was hard, but it was also just so um, rewarding. Like I felt like an empowered woman. Um, the, like some of the ugly, I didn't have like the ugly as one of the props, but what some of the ugly was like, we had our own little toilet kind of in the <laughs> car just so that I didn't have to take four kids to the bathroom whenever somebody had to go. It was like, you kind of get up and you got to go. Bad was kind of making my seven-year-old daughter the pseudo adult. So she, she, you but know. But she thrives because she's a lot like you in that regard. She thrives, but with much, resp- with much, uh, what is it? Responsibility comes. With much, duh, comes much comes responsibility. responsibility. I don't know the first Privilege, word. I, I don't know. But so she had to do a lot of jobs, but uh-huh. she also got a lot of props for them. Um, props props Louis, or popsicles? Props, popsicles, whatever it takes. We stopped in St. Louis. Uh, oh, first stop was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Second stop was St. Louis. And then we made it to Michigan on day three, where I immediately cleaned out the van upon <laughs> yeah. arrival. Hannah took my shop back and went to town within 20 minutes, probably, right? Lots of crumbs on the floor. Um, okay, and then the surprising would be um, basically like how different your experience was from my experience having kids and like how much I thought that I would be able to like really, really help. But in as it turns out, like every person has to kind of go through it on their own and you can the best thing that you can do I think and this is for all sisters or brothers who have had kids and they have see their sibling going through it is like just be completely empathetic and don't compare their situation to your situation that's not actually what anybody wants to hear and don't give advice unless they ask for advice yeah that you did really good at that I thought Thank you. I was really conscientious. Of I, there were a few things I was like how come she doesn't know how to fix this but that's because it was different than how just different yeah and you and and it'll be funny you'll realize this too like how quickly you forget yeah (laughs) I do I do forget a little bit a few weeks back I forget it was all all you the good the bad the surprise the good was obviously having Elliot we love him so much he's such a sweetheart and he's a nice baby boy I'm looking at him right now my favorite nickname for him is Mr. Handsome from the start, he's been Mr. Handsome. And I yeah. say, and anytime we go do something, I, it turns into a verb. Like if I'm going to go change him, I'm like, do you want to go put on your handsomes mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or if we're heading outside, I'm like, should we go be handsome? And we just go <laughs> handsome right, it yeah. up. Sorry. I got a little bit stuck on the parts of speech, like put on your handsomes would be a noun, but like whatever you know. <laughs> you know what I mean you verb, use it noun adverb anything right, I'm on maternity yeah. leave I don't have to be like English proper you're good um, at, you're good at it but so my sweetheart boy and then is the good I mean it's just overwhelming good I uh, a, a more thorough good is just how much family was around it was very it worked out really well I think everyone's like oh family can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. but I think we had set up good boundaries beforehand we had learned from you that it's helpful to have some airbnbs in place and those kind of things so I thought it was great 
um, and to just share that with everyone. Like when we pulled dad tracked us the whole way from the hospital to the house on find my friends. And then when we pulled in, he was on the front porch recording a video. It was so cute. And just those kind of moments. So, um, yeah, that was special. I'll never forget. Yeah, that. We were all very deflated when you came home a day later than we thought. But yeah. We got it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, we thought we'd get out of there day one, but they wanted to keep us for 48, an honest 48. Um, the bad, um, I think just, I think I knew it would be hard. I didn't know like how hard it would be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think a mix of it was I had, um, gestational hypertension. So I was, I had high blood pressure for like 10 days after birth. And I think that probably had more of a physical effect on me than I even realized at the time, just like Mm -hmm. my ankles were huge. Yeah, they were. They were huge. Hannah Hannah had the task. Did I ever write it on your to-do list? Rub ankles. You did. (laughs) Did I? That was on my to-do list. I liked that one too. I liked when you did that one. Um, That and then just like not even being able to like walk across the around the block without getting lightheaded and Mm -hmm. just all those things that were like oh my gosh you're just so limited mixed with obviously less sleep and whatnot so physically hard and then I think like emotionally hard too I just would I would just cry at the drop of a hat for a couple weeks and it was funny we did a little photo shoot with Elliot me Kyle and Elliot and uh Elliot was very upset for most of it. It was just a friend taking the pictures and she was like, how about if I come back? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll do this some other time. And um, I texted the family. I said, we got a couple pictures, but had to cut it short because someone was crying. Someone was, wouldn't stop crying. And mom and dad both thought it was me who couldn't so stop crying. No <laughs> so did Hannah. I was like, what? It was not me. It was Elliot, but Hey, you know, after what they had seen, it it was kind of possible, I suppose. But like, I'd cry about good things, sad things. When my parents left, I cried when it all hit me that he was born. I was like, I just love him so much. Yeah. I'm Um, pretty sure you sent that photo, like maybe hours after mom was like, I'm going back to Michigan to help Rachel some more. I was like, Whoa. (laughs) What's going on? We called in the big guns around week five. We said, Mimi, get your tushy back here. I need you, which was awesome. That was the week that I got, everything got better. Probably because of Mimi. Mimi makes everything better. Um, was I on the good or the bad? You were on the bad. No. Yeah. Surprising. Surprising is how once it did turn around, it really did turn around. I just felt like I could kind of go places. I started reading a ton of books. I got a library card. I've read so many books in the last couple of weeks, which has been fun. Just when you're kind of holding him or feeding him or pumping or whatever that looks like, it's nice to have something to do that isn't just like scrolling on your phone. I was thinking it's either that, get a library card or learn French on Duolingo. (laughs) And um, I chose library card. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> That's French. Um, and so that's surprising. Yeah. And then just how fast it goes. And also how everybody does this 
like what because everyone was born every person who's a person was born and I'm like wow that's crazy yes and I think (laughs) very profound um, you know yeah no you're right like you just gain a new perspective of like what other people have gone through and maybe why they were the way they were at certain points in their life yeah you know why they felt the way they felt or couldn't do the things that you wanted them to do or couldn't imagine doing those things so it really is yeah it can it can be an empathy building experience I think in some ways too it could also be um the opposite because you like to think that your experience is the one that everyone else is having so it's kind you kind of want to be like well if I can do this then why can't they do this or yeah vice versa. And I do, there are like, there were some babies born around the same time as Elliot. And I remember seeing people or having people post things like so sleepy, we have to wake them up for feedings and things. And I'm like, what is that like? Because this baby does not sleep. You know what I mean? Oh, he's cooing right now. Yeah. Now you sleep. But yeah, um, just that alone. I'm like, wow, that must just be such a different such a different experience but yeah and then I'm sure just with each milestone like as you I remember (laughs) around when people's kids were heading off to kindergarten or you know first day of school ever was around the same time I was switching his newborn clothes to zero to three and I was like it's a different kind of milestone but it's still hard (laughs) they grow up so fast they grow up so fast so and so slow (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) um I love your kids honestly like I will never forget the July experience it was so fun and memorable and I'm excited to tell Elliot about it when he gets older me too you gave him his first bath he did not like his first but he's liked every bath since and we said that's me that's a mean aunt Hannah well you thought you were like nervous because you never wanted to make him cry I'm like he's gonna cry no matter what I did not like when he cried that's I came in harsh um you did come in harsh I I remember like one of the first the first time right when we got home I had to feed him and he was kind of sleepy and Hannah's like let's wake him up a little and she grabbed him and then she pretended to drop him to scare him and it's like whoosh I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh (laughs) she just totally experienced mom coming through I couldn't believe it and then Hannah comes in with a little dum-dum she's like sometimes it's nice to have a little something to kind of you know <laughs> something sweet and I like I did not like dum-dums that's I what I was like okay lay back lay that off. dum-dum was still it's, it's still dude. there I think but it was funny because she like brought me water and, and a little dum-dum you have to admit that you get thirsty when you're breastfeeding oh yeah for sure and you're like I can't get my water Okay, let's, let's shift gears and talk about what we got coming up. This is, well, first of all, monumental. We're starting our fifth year. Our fifth year as Sister Hack podcast co-hosts. Our 31st year on this earth together, right? Is that how old you are? I'm 31. I'll be 32 in December. So we're almost completing our 31st year. Wow. On the stars together. So only 27 of those years were without sister. Yeah, (laughs) crazy. Young. That seems like a Um, low number. And we did, we did some nice proactive planning for this year. Some, some are dreams, some are realities of what's coming up this (laughs) year. That means we haven't asked everybody yet. 
Yeah, we haven't asked all, all of our guests. We've asked a couple, but we have um, pretty much planned out like people we want to interview for different things through the whole season. So we're excited. A couple of those, we, weren't, we won't tell you who we're interviewing yet, but we have the some upcoming topics this fall, um, how to stay close as a family with adult children, just kind of what that looks like when you're not all living under the same roof or seeing each other maybe much more than once a year, what that looks like. And um, we also are going to talk with a, a pair of best friends who um, don't always agree on everything when it comes to parenting or just life in general. And so maybe like tips or tricks for if you disagree with your friends or family, how you can still love each other and uh, be super close. And yeah, I think those are some coming up in the immediate. Yeah, those are coming up in the immediate. Um, and our, we're gonna do some mini sods too. We know those are a fan favorite among ourselves. And so, <laughs> and so something that we're going to uh, do a little bit differently is be interviewed. So our guests on our mini sods will interview us and analyze us rather than the opposite. So if you're looking to kind of, you know, get to know us a little better, what makes us tick? Um, what makes us tick? Tune in for the mini-sodes. I have a question. When you're divvying out the plates at dinner, do you give yourself the best serving or do you give it to Zach? Oh, they're usually very, it's definitely better than the kids. Like, um, but sometimes it's, all, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's my preference. So like, oh, I know I like more of this veggie and uh -huh. like more of the meat. So like, I'm going to take the one with the more veggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, vice versa. I was just curious. Why? What's, what, what I think I always give Kyle, we probably eat about the same too. <laughs> Sometimes this is a little bigger. I'm just laughing because Kyle's a big boy and I'm a big girl. I eat, I eat. Anyway, I think I always give him like the better serving, but there's sometimes if I'm like a little annoyed that I'll take it for myself. But oh, I wow. think that's it. I think that that's a um, act of love that we do. Give and your... that's a question someone could ask us if they Right, <laughs> for example. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff you're going to be given when you tune in. That's what you're going to get. So looking forward to seeing you in our next episode. Hackheads, take care. We love you all. <laughs>